Welcome to another episode with the Balanced Sleep Podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia, and I am the president of Kips and Time to Train Fitness, as well as your brand ambassador here. So we've got a kind of fun topic here to talk about with branding and if you should rebrand your business. Because at the moment, this company, Balanced Sleep, is going through a rebrand, and I thought that it might actually be a good topic to discuss in a podcast for anybody that might be considering it, might be considering or going through that thought process. Oh, oh wow, my, my logo looks really out of date or I got this logo done 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever that might be. And thinking that you need a fresh coat of paint on it to go into the future. So that's going to be our main topic for the day. Before we get started, I want to make sure I give my little shout out for Naboso Performance Products. If you have been listening to this podcast, you know I mentioned them or there's an ad for it in each podcast episode. It's foot care. Taking care of your feet is super important. I learned this over the last few years, which is trying out one thing at a time. I tried one thing and that led to me buying another, another, another. And I feel such a big difference in the amount of activity I want to do, the decrease in foot pain that I had. There's different types of products to try, not just insoles. There's different types of strengthening items that you could utilize in your programming, just daily work that really make a difference. So check them out at the link in the description. Getting back to now the episode here, what we want to talk about before we jump into it is make sure that you listen to this and have in your mind that there's nothing wrong with change. I think that that's one of the main things that stops people from going through with the rebrand is they just think that it's a lot of work and it's going to take too long. And having done it for both my companies, Kip's Time to Train, I can say that it, it doesn't take that long, in my opinion. I think that as long as you know, okay, here are my, login, my logins, my username, my password for all these accounts. You just go one by one and check them off a list. There's really not that much after that that you have to do. I don't think you need to. It's up to you if you want to delete old posts on social media. But going through the process of swapping out logos has become much easier because a lot of platforms utilize a lot of the same dimensions, requirements, so you can cross use them or just make small tweaks to them. And items like Canva, which I'll talk about more later, make it super easy in that department. So make sure you go through this episode and have in your mind that change is good. And, and that you can do it. What we're going to talk about in this, I'm going to start off with some questions to ask yourself, a few questions to continue to set the tone for this episode. I'm going to talk about some resources and then wrap it up with where you should start. So getting to questions to ask yourself. And these are, again, things to put in your head and also to stir on to help you with the process mentally and the first one is how much do I, how much do I feel comfortable changing? Because there's a there can be more than one item, font, logo, website, social media, all these different items. How much is your or where is your comfort level with all of these and and adapting them? And do you need any help? Because keep in mind that's okay. It's okay if you need help with any of these. So then going through those those steps of. I know I need a developer, I need to, somebody to make a logo for me, whatever that might be, write those out so that you have your little checklist. The next one on here that I want you to think about is what resources do you have? Do you have the skill set to make a new logo, 
Do you feel that you can find enough information online to help you with a color palette, fonts, that kind of stuff? And if you feel like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, I have these at my, my fingertips. I just need to go through the steps. Okay. It can then look, have an outlook of, okay, this is pretty easy. And then lastly, what are the steps that you need to take? The steps that you need to take because having that plan for it, not just thinking one day, hey, I think I'm going to, I'm going to just do a rebrand. I'm just going to do it today. Start with one, maybe do the next one tomorrow. Have a plan, have some action steps that you need to take. And I will say that when we get to later on, when I start talking about where you should start, I'm going to pull from experience with that. With I just did a, a, a rebrand with my company, Time to Train, and it, there was a, a waiting process with it. And then, uh, you know, not to get too far ahead, but they had, it all depended on the logo. So let's now jump into resources. And these are some resources that I want to quickly outline that can hopefully help you out with just going through the process of it, swapping things out, getting things in the right format. And the first one I want to talk about, and if you have not seen this tutorial, I did a tutorial on, if, if you don't have a branding kit yet, I did it on a branding kit, how you get together your color palette and your fonts so that when you go to update things or that you're making changes on your website, whatever that might be, you have those things readily accessible and that they look the same across the board. If you're using a certain color, certain shade of green, make sure you have that shade of green across the board. Don't just make a guess, have that already accessible and ready to use. And so if you haven't watched that tutorial, I uh, will throw a link in the description for it. Go watch it. Hopefully utilize the steps in it because all of them are free, all free stuff in there. Next one to talk about with resources is YouTube. And I think that YouTube is a valuable tool if you're thinking about a rebrand because you could save a lot of money if you want to start things yourself. I can almost guarantee that if you need a logo created, YouTube can walk you through some steps of creating a basic one. And there's going to be another tool I'm talking about in a second. But YouTube can help you with a lot of these items that will help you do it on a budget so let's get that out of the way that it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars. You can do it on a budget and still be professional about it. So YouTube, main resource right there, very helpful, very useful with everything. The next one I want to talk about is Canva. And that was the one I wanted to hint at. And I mentioned it already, Canva, because I think very highly of it. Uh, I'll put a link in the description for Canva as well. If you don't have an account, check it out. They have free for your account. And, but I, I highly recommend the pro one. That's what I use, but they have brandy kits in it that you could upload your, your color palette, your logo, your fonts, and, and they're just readily accessible right there. Or if you want to make a logo, they have logo templates in there. They have templates for just about everything you can think of already stocked in there. So that all you have to do is search it boom, right there, and just modify it to what your needs are. It makes your life so easy and it helps you save time so that you can spend it in other areas of working on your business. The last resource I want to kind of talk about is Fiverr. And if you haven't used Fiverr, it uh, you might hear a mixed bag of uh, responses about it. But I think Fiverr can be useful. I think it just depends on 
your patience level and how you can communicate with uh, whoever you decide to utilize through Fiverr. Now, I will go through a process right now that I'll share with you, uh, how I've used Fiverr in a handful of capacities. Uh, I've used it to get an animated logo made, which has been super easy and super quick, and that's not really too much to it. The one that you can see if you if you follow my company Kips on YouTube, the one that's the beginning of some of the YouTube videos, got that made on Fiverr. Just paid the fee, uploaded the the images and in the format that they needed, and boom, got to send within 24 hours. So I think it can be easy. Uh, if you want to get a logo made, this one I, I would recommend that you can do it, but I would say just be willing to walk away from it or to be willing to do a lot of uh, revisions on it. So I will outline two here. So I got a logo made for Kips, my company, through Fiverr a while back, but I came with a good amount of descriptors of what I I wanted in a logo. I wanted uh, certain things throughout it that uh, when I uploaded this and basically all the information for the logo, the first versions of it were pretty solid. And then after that, you go through the revision process, you know, picking the ones that you like and communicating as best as you can, because some of them might, there might be a, uh, a language barrier. So just work with them on that. But if you have the patience, if you have the, the, the ability to do it, you could save some money in that department. So I wouldn't cross that off your list. I have also had a logo made through Fiverr that I didn't use. So it was almost a wash. And thankfully, I didn't spend too much money on it. Uh, it was less than 100, probably less than 75, I think. And with that other logo, I just wasn't sold on it. It wasn't really sticking with me. And it was actually the first version of my company time to trains logo and I just didn't like it and we ended up tweaking it ourselves. So there can be good experiences with Fiverr. You just have to have an open mind and be patient with it. Let's get to now where should you start? And if you didn't already, start with the logo. I think that this is the perfect area to start with because going and getting a new logo made it kind of sets the tone for everything that you need to do, but also you're going to need it in all the other areas. You're going to need that logo to update your Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever that might be. And so waiting for that to be made, it's probably going to be the longest part of a rebrand. It might take a week or two, if, depending upon who you're getting it made through or if you're making it yourself and you know you want to make sure you make the right decision on it. So with starting with the logo, that might be the longest part. But after that, you can almost roll through the rest of the things if you have everything in the format that you need. So start with the logo. If you're going to use Canva, if you're going to use Fiverr, you're going to try to make it yourself through you through a tutorial on YouTube, whatever that might be, start there. And I think that I think if I didn't hit on this already, this is a good place to to, to kind of wrap up that part. Is it? It helps you also understand what you like and what you don't like. Bringing back that example that I was talking about with Fiverr and getting revisions done on a logo, throughout that, you're going to get examples, a ton of examples, and you might actually land on something that you didn't know that you didn't, that you liked or that you, that catches your eye. I could say that actually with the, the logo that I, I use right now with my company, Time to Train, 
when I just did a rebrand with it, we, uh, I had, I think three to four different, uh, revisions with it. And the one that I settled on wasn't actually the one that I liked from the get go. Typically when you get a, a logo made, you pick, you know, a handful of what you like and, you know, maybe there's one that you really sticks out. And the one that I really liked isn't the one I landed on. It was one of the ones that caught my eye. And so that's why I'm saying you get a better idea of what you like or what or what is out there. And somebody that is professional, if they're making it for you, they might be able to uh, get something that you're like that you're really impressed with. So keep that in mind throughout the process. And uh, another piece of this that I want to say, if you are going through the process, where should you start and uh, thinking about everything that you need, maybe throw in a step of find examples of logos and companies that give you inspiration. Find some logos that you're like, okay, I really like what they did with this, but I don't like this element. But that you can bring to it certain elements to it. You can think, okay, what are they trying to do? Here's what I want to try and accomplish with it. So find those examples out there. And there's because there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with copying certain elements of a logo or of a company's colors or whatnot. If you wanted to take the colors of your favorite, uh, you know, football team, do it. Who, uh, what is there to stop you from it? There's nothing wrong with using the same colors that they're just colors. So <laughs> keep that in mind that find your examples, find your inspiration and use those throughout the process. Keep coming back to them and keep helping you stay focused on it. That has been this episode on should you rebrand your business? I hope it's been useful. Uh, I thought that since it's very relevant to what this company is going through, Balancely, with a rebrand, it could be useful to somebody out there thinking that they've had a logo or they need a fresh, like I said, a fresh coat of paint. It helped them in that capacity. Make sure you like this episode, share with somebody that might find some use in it. Thank you as always for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.